New Zealand it is 7.32pm on Monday the 21st of February and I'm just driving home from doing a few errands, going to the grocery store, getting some stuff for my classroom. I, bought, I, did, I took part in an impulse buy which was buying some giraffes. I've, it's like a, a little baby giraffe being led around by its mama giraffe and I feel like some kids when they zone out in my English class might just enjoy that, you know, tells a tale. Um, but I just wanted to reach out and say, oh, how good was your last podcast? Like, I loved Marty's letter, and I also loved the last podcast um, entry about the angriness that comes with trying to quit, um, and how naive some people can be that have only experienced one environment and one uh, job or career path in their life. Um, I relate to that on so many levels because I've done so many different careers. Um, I've ran around the world uh, and just seen all the things and done a lot. Like I still have a lot to learn, but uh, in that kind of way where you've seen a lot of things. And yeah, you sound exactly the same with me, you know, uh, living with the drug dealer and uh, loved the ketamine story. But yeah, it's that kind of thing. Like you, I think our biggest uh, transferable life skill between the two of us seems to be we've got um, you've got we've got that worldly experience we've learned how to deal with people um, and, and learn how to deal with difficult kids so that it doesn't stress us out um, but yeah I have definitely had a few flat weeks man um, readjusting to getting back to work after the holiday you know that post school holidays summer kind of um, yeah blues base basically um and also just the adjustment to a new school like you take for granted little things like when you've been in a job for anywhere upwards of a year like you've got those relationships you've met all the people you know everybody's names you can take shortcuts you know who to talk to about the things that you need and like you've got great relationships with all the students and their parents so you just have to go there and be you and like work it at one day at a time and you already know all the, all the procedures and all, all the admin duties and expectations and all that jazz and I'm kind of like yeah very much so exhausted by taking on um, this new job and not knowing anyone or anything and soaking it up man like a sponge like I'm trying my best but it's taking a lot more energy from me than my old job did with all that pre-established work done um, so I'm learning a lot about and I'm loving it I'm loving the challenge uh, I was I got into teaching to teach at the lower decile schools I wanted to be a role model to those girls that didn't have money for private school and didn't have very many role models in their life you know I want to be that person that could be like go you you can do the thing so I'm really happy with where I am but damn it is hard transitioning into a new town a new house my partner and I are doing up a house and trying to sell it so I'm living all over the place I feel like I'm living in my car um, so all of these transitions versus trying to quit marijuana, like, oh man, like it's too much. It's too much. So I have been smoking and yeah, I love how you, how you, you know, let the audience know when you've screwed up and then you just get back on it. Like you don't beat yourself up for too long and you just get back on it. And that's what I need to do. Um, I've decided I'll go for marijuana free March. I always need to set myself a bit of a, you know, a date and then like prepare, like set up a few things that are going to be my replacement, um, so I'm going to give that a go. I'm going to just be a stoner for the rest of February while I process the end of these huge days with, with 155 teenage girls that I don't remember even half of the names yet. So I'm sort of needing the herb. Huge excuse, but 
needing the herb at the end of the day to like really stop myself from going into a panic really and I take my dog out we go for a big walk so I'm getting that serotonin dopamine and endorphins from the exercise so that's pretty much keeping me sane with this job at the moment but I'm not going to let myself just do that forever Uh, I want to quit smoking after school Um, I want to get more done after school and yeah so we'll go for marijuana free March and um, yeah I'll I'll have to make sure that I'm getting back to my big four or five um, with regards to yeah substituting that behavior and filling it with things that are going to make me feel good and motivated and remind me why I'm doing it but yeah I related to your last um, post on so many levels about the frustration that builds about how naive those around us can be um yeah I've got some colleagues that I just start losing my shit around I have to get up and work somewhere else or I have to go home early and then I just like get in my car and think fuck what is wrong with you you know like really really do you think that um and yeah as you said with the 26 kids per teacher like I've got 31 and I said today out loud in a meeting and no one acknowledged it I said huh if the cap is supposed to be 26 and my classes are 31 and I've got five classes you guys are giving me a whole extra class. Um, and I mean, I can handle that, like you were saying in your podcast, but that's not right. Like, we've got a 26-kid cap, and they've just ignored that. And they might be like, she's a new teacher. She's young. Um, you know, she won't say anything. But it's like, and I won't, because, you know, I don't, I don't like to cause trouble at my job. I'm new. I just want to fly under the radar, have everyone just not talk about me, um, unless it's a good thing. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna hope for the best with that situation, um, sort of lay low a bit, but yeah, I was also impressed that you said you did a behavioral management presentation. I would love to, if there's a link to that or something, I would love to listen because I bet it applies for teenagers too. Like they're little kids deep down, like I'm creating things like a distraction box. Like it's not called a distraction box. Of course, it'll be called something much more amazing than that, but it's just got a bunch of things that people can use when they're feeling disruptive and sort of like trick their mind to go back to being on task or at least being quiet not disrupting the class I'm like creating all these little manipulative tactics to get everyone on board and then once we've got our routine and it's strict and everyone remembers it I think we'll have a great year like I started reading a novel to my naughtiest class today and they were just silent and I was like yes I've got them they like to be read to you know everyone likes to be read to but anyway I'll leave it at that um but thank you so much for posting my last story um you clipped out all the perfect parts because I just went on way too many fucking rabbit holes in that last one too many tangents so I hope this one hasn't also been a big long waffle like it pretty much has let's be honest it's almost 10 minutes long but I just wanted to comment on the naivety of people the aggressiveness that comes when you're trying to quit weed I just feel straight up irritable I pretty much have to exercise go skateboarding play with my dog like play fight and just get that that nasty kind of irritable energy out somehow else um and so yeah I'm with you on that one and also with the dreams I've had so many post marijuana night sweats and vivid nightmares where things are usually turning against me like as you said you were being shot at you were being chased all of that in a dream same thing would happen to me man like I had one where I was getting chased and shot at and captured and uh, all sorts throughout like what felt like the entire night like it felt like eight hours I've been on the run and I had a back- backpack full of weapons I had a bow and arrow I had a gun I had all these things and each time I'd try to use my weapon to fight off the bad guys it would turn into something comical like a the I remember the bow and arrow the arrow turned into a like a, a lolly snake 
like a jelly bean um, was the bullets and stuff. And I was just like, you're kidding. Like I need these weapons and they're turning into candy. Like what? So I've had dreams like that. And that sounds really funny and silly and lighthearted now talking about it. But at the time it was terrifying because I was going to get murdered, you know, and my, my weapons were turning into lollies. So mm, I feel that on the dreams, on the aggression, um, and just also what you said about the scale of mental health sort of thing, how like you get the chemicals and you're sort of like, uh, feeling high or elated or feeling good about things. And then when you come down off the high, you don't just go back to the, yeah, the midi- the middle ground, you go lower. That's very, very true. And that's how someone explained, um, the effect of amphet- like long-term use amphetamines on some people, they get below that line and they can never get back up above it. So we've got to be really careful with those brain receptors. Um, and I notice that I'm like a mess emotionally for like 10 days. I'm just unreasonable. I'm aggressive. Everybody's annoying me, you know. Um, but once you get past that, and it only takes about 10 days or a week, you're good. So I'm going to try and give myself marijuana-free March so that I at least just give it 30 days because I've, I've gone off, ta- off track with it now. And you can't, you know, I'm, I'm trying not to smoke around my partner So you can't be an addict half the week. You know, that just doesn't work. Like you end up sneaking it and just making excuses for it. It's ridiculous. So I need to just quit it. So wish me luck for Marijuana Free March.